Hello? Yes? Thank you for listening to So Far So Fresh on your iTunes and your SoundCloud. Make sure to tell a friend and tell a friend that this podcast is going to be one of the hardest podcasts coming around. Yay, yay. Yay, yay. All right, let's get on with the show. What's up, everybody? If you're on a plane, train, automobile, you're just getting home from a busy day or you're hopping on a, hopping on a boat to get away from this cold that's happening in Chicago, thank you for listening. I'm Ralph, your host, and uh, it's been really good weeks, man, coming up. I'm doing a lot of projects. My mind's all over the place. I smashed my phone. I got hit by a, a car while riding a bike. It wasn't really my fault. I'm usually a Jedi in these streets, but I think it was the driver's indecisiveness that made me get hit. I'm okay, though. Everything's fine. And if it's not fine, we'll find out in 10 years if I have, like, internal bleeding. But I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm fine. Also, what else is going on? I just came back from Atlanta. That shit was great. Being around black people is just beautiful, man. Black love is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Ain't nothing like it, man. Just be surrounded by your peers and just enjoying, like, life and enjoying personal accomplishments and just sharing with each other and sipping Hennessy, smoking on the backwoods, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like taking your ease, like, on your mind, just knowing you're around people that look like you. You don't have to impress nobody. You don't have to fake smile and be polite. I love that shit, man. I love just being in my own element, and Sometimes it's, I just I catch myself just being polite and just entering conversations that aren't really fucking entertaining. It's just doing it just because you don't want to be that, that nigga that don't want to be in conversations. But I'm here now, back at home in Chicago. I'm making the best of it. I'm doing these shows. I'm avoiding getting hit by cars. I'm just, I'm just trying to stay grounded and focus on, on to end the year right. It's already November. It's already November. Crazy, crazy year. It's been, it's, it's going to only, only get crazier next year too, so I don't even know what I'm saying. It just goes by fast. I think people say when you're older, just time just goes by faster. I think I because think we're doing so much more now, that time's going by fast. We ain't, we're not, we're not stagnant anymore, you know, we're just... At least for me, I'm not stagnant. I'm always like moving on different projects or whatnot. But this is my favorite project, the podcast right here. I get the best people coming into the studio to record. This one is no exception. Bill Bullock is in town. Yes, BB, producer of many shows in Chicago that not only stand up, but it's also an expressive platform that he uh, provides for. Uh, artists like to be more vulnerable and be more real and not just focus on the formalities of just being funny just engaging the audience much more and this guy is he's always engaging and always funny and i just don't want to hold you back more so let's listen to this podcast see what he has to say it's a very very good one and it's just like all my other podcasts man where it's just like we have great conversation we learn about each other we learn about the situations and man, I'm just happy to keep doing this. You know this. Thank you for listening. Hell yeah. Let's get on with this. I ain't gonna start y'all much more. Bye bye. Bye bye now. I never understood that. Like, I'm not. 
saying you're I'm not, not calling you evil or anything. Uh, I'm, I'm from saying, Florida. Like, I'm evil. We're recording. I'm not saying that. It's just like I never. It, I, we. I was talking to a, a friend of mine about that recently, actually. Mm-hmm. And there's like this weird pseudo intellectual thing where like dudes who said that thought that they were being like super like it's just hotep bullshit is what I'm trying to say like it's a lot of like hotep yeah you don't know what that means hotep what's hotep a hotep motherfucker is like the type of black dude who's like super political about everything except for the fact that black women exist and are more oppressed than black men like Mm. It's the type of thing where they're like, you know, we got to teach these white devils, but they don't care, give a fuck about anything that happens to women, or especially black women, you know what I mean? Who's a big example of a hotep? Uh, wow. Uh, well, I don't know. I like his music, but J. Cole. <laughs> like, no! You know what I'm saying? Like, he's like a pseudo-progressive, but he actually is like way off in terms of that kind of shit. You know what I'm talking about. Really? Yeah, yeah. You think so? Yeah, I mean, he's not really, like, political, but you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, he ta- when he talks about that shit... He sounds like the guy. Yeah. But he really is just still a rapper. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. But it's more just like an action. You Hell know I mean? nah. The, ma- the fact that you had J. Cole on the tip of your tongue, though, real quick. That's funny. Mm. I couldn't think of a lot of other people, but I don't know. I mean, I guess J. Cole's... A- I don't know. That's, that's one that that's, people know, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, he even he knows it too because he even says it in his songs. He's like, Bef- before I was a D-list celebrity or whatever he says, mm-hmm. before I started calling bitches bitches so heavily, like <laughs> that's what he's talking about when he says it. It's like he's talking about like you know, and he's got that music video where he, where the slaves take over the the slave the plantation and mm-hmm. stuff and all that shit. It's like all this pseudo like racial racial power, black power type shit, but then it actually isn't intersectional at all. And it, and it almost always revolves around shitting on black women to separate yourself from blackness in that way, but also making yourself super pro-black. That's what that. That's where that comes from. Mm. Uh, it's dumb. <laughs> no, I didn't. Well, I learned something real quick. Um, I would have thought you would know about that. No, yeah, I just saw the. It's funny you said that. I just saw Hotep on my timeline. That's why I was like, "What is this?" I, I follow like. People like Vintage Vegan and like Forbidden Knowledge and all that shit. What the fuck is Vintage Vegan? It's just like these pro-black dudes that are just like all about the... Now, they're not hotep. They like like worship the black woman. Sure. And and they're just telling you about like conspiracies and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, so those are people I sometimes follow. But where does the vegan part come in? Or the vintage part. Well, I don't know why he called it. Vintage oh, okay. is the history that oh, okay. I guess he presents. And vegan is because he does promote, like, black people, we need to eat well. Oh, okay. <laughs> the power, our power comes from within us. And we got to to mm. keep our bodies. Our penile glands. Find- yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. that's it, though. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. He's doing the thing that I'm talking about where he's like, the black man is the root of all, the seed of all power is the black man. And they, that's why they want us to wear dresses because they don't want us to be effeminized. You know, that kind of shit is just like, it's so it's so funny to me. Do you know about Umar Johnson, though? Dr. Umar Johnson? No, I don't. Huh? You Tell don't know? More. Tell me more. Oh, yeah, I mean. Is that is that basically how he Well, he's all about like the, he's all pro-black, um, just pro-black in general. Mm-hmm. And then, but he's just like, yeah, like. Like, he just believes, like, black kids are being programmed to be gay, you know? Oh, boy. Yeah, so he, but he, nah, honestly, if you oh listen boy. to him, you're just like, 
Yo, some some of his shit is like, damn, this is right. Systematic shit, it it does go on. But some of his philosophy slipping, you're just like, oh, yo, Christ. chill, chill. He's just like, doesn't believe in interracial relationships at all. See, th- nah, get that shit out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, after that, I was just like, bruh, you're not even seeing it. I see it, but I was like, you don't. You don't have to go that. We don't extreme. have to go that far. Yeah, right? like we can still exist in a in a society to like for black people to be liberated from like the systematic bullshit that we go through every day. We don't have to separate. We don't have to be separatists. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I I am absolutely like a progressive black person, inter, an intersectional person. But like the notion of being like a black separatist, like a black power separatist, is like that is too far, dog. Like mm-hmm. going to, I'm pretty radical. Like I believe in like socialism and and all this other shit. But like, man, like no, <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a separatist. I'm not like a uh, an Africanist in that way either. Like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah he's trying African to build. Like he's trying to build his own school. Like just teach like black history. And like, I mean, history the right way. Yeah, know? sure, yeah. and that's fine. Yeah, that, but like, I feel like that causes more tension. The the idea of like you shouldn't even associate with white people. And it's like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like chill, bro. Like, <laughs> like chill, bro. The man that made that suit you're wearing was probably not black. Maybe like some people go that far, bro. Yeah. Like you know, like every and I. Sometimes I'll be like, yo, maybe I'm just not black enough, or it's just like I like everybody except people like people that don't like. Well, you aren't black enough, so <laughs> I, I'm not. And that's coming from me. Yeah. You see my swoopy ass haircut. Well, I mean, I feel like I'm. No, I'm just kidding. No, nah, I mean I'm Haitian enough, but it's just sure. like I'm not. I'm American enough. It's just like I'm not. I'm not black. It's crazy. Like it is like we an gotta identity. get you out to some of these fucking. Does that make me black though? I mean, no. I'm not saying. Uh, I'm not actually saying you're not black enough. I'm just saying like you. You. It, I've had to learn this actually, so this is this is interesting. Like I I had to figure this shit out because like people always used to say when I was a kid they used to accuse me of wanting to be white. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm black by the way. I don't know if that's we're talking about being black. You get it. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking to the podcast audience now. Um, people used to always accuse me of that in in school and shit and coming up. And then you know I got to be honest. Like I mean you know I went to my parents moved out to the suburbs when I was in my like teenage years mm-hmm. so i went to high school in like a very white suburb that was like then changing because of white flight in chicago uh and becoming more uh, white flight yeah white flight being like you know r- redlining is kind of like oh, yeah, was yeah, yeah. perfected in chicago mm-hmm. um that it has yeah, bro, yeah like like not not joking at all redlining was like as a as a concept was perfected here um they get all their information from Chicago. If you want to know how to redline, mm-hmm. prime example. Uh, and so, and so, you know, the concept of white flight is like once that red line has been established, and these are white neighborhoods. But then eventually, black people's upward mobility and people of color's upward mobility allows them to cross that literal red line. Mm-hmm. Then the people who live in those neighborhoods who are white go up oh, well fuck now it's now it's niggas in here so mm-hmm. gotta go and then they move to a whole different community usually further out in the suburbs usually building like you know a whole new subdevelopment you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. with the with the you know gated communities and all that shit are from that you know uh and so that's where like you get the regentrification of neighborhoods like logan square come from the the white flight of uh polish and irish people who lived in that neighborhood way back, and then they moved their kids to the suburbs to get away from the 
uh, Latinx people moving into the neighborhood. Now those same suburban kids are moving back to that neighborhood yeah, to yeah, reach yeah. That's what that's yeah, where all that yeah. shit comes from. It's mm. cyclical, and it's real fucked up. But uh, yeah, so because of that, I lived in that. I lived in a in a suburb that was really white when we moved there, and then it changed over time. But because that was like my super formative teenage years, mm. we're like fucking taking back Sunday and Blink One Eighty Two, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Dang, uh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I had a real crisis about that for a long time, and I didn't even realize that I was having a, a crisis of racial identity until I was like twenty five. And it took a, a it took my Italian American therapist to tell me like, yeah, dude, like this happens to a lot of black people who who you know, especially ones who like leave a place. You know, like leave a place of of one type of um, uh, what am I ta- what am I trying to think of? Like, like class. Like uh, when you're yeah, leaving class, one uh, yeah. when you leave when you come from a certain level of class in in America as a black person, and then everybody wants you to like go to college, don't be in the hood, don't mm-hmm. join a gang. And then if you do that, then you you come back to that area and everybody thinks you're too good for them or everybody thinks you think you're too good for mm-hmm. them. So from within your own family, within your own community, every if you get educated and do all the shit that people say we're supposed to do, you get looked at as now you just want to be white. And it's like, "Well, no, this was what I you told me that oh, but you know what I mean?" Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's you damned if you do and you damned if you don't a lot of times. But even with that said, I mean, there were things about my life that I didn't realize were like, yeah, I was super oriented around whiteness, you know, uh, the types of music that I would listen to and, and more specifically the types of music I really would not listen to. And the, the amount of friends that I had that were black people or people of color at all was like l- lower than it should have been <laughs> until, mm. until I met a lot of, you know, later in my twenties really is when it was when it really came back around. So now I feel like I have much more like a much more even, uh, uh, experience of like voices in my life, you know, and and where where experiences and and levels of class and race and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I feel like in Chicago, I feel like is when I had the identity because in Florida, you don't really feel like there's an identity crisis because a I'm around black people all the right, time, right. so I'm like that's true. There's no, there's nothing. And I went to a black high school, even though I was in, lived in a suburb, so I was never in the. Like they always treated me different because they knew I was different, right. Like, right? You know, so yeah. And see, so that's that's another thing too. You know, like I said, Chicago perfected racial segregation while still have like we have a lot of different cultures here, but they're still very, very, very fucking segregated. Yeah. I know, like even with that, as I'm saying, I have like this renaissance of like people of color in my life and artists of color in my in my collaborations and repertoire and stuff like that. I know like one Asian person who was like in my scene, one. Or maybe two, who are like for real yeah. doing it out yeah. here. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. in Chicago. We th- there are Asian people here. Do you see them ever? No. No. There are there are just as many. You know what I mean? Like there's as, as many as as you might expect in any other yeah, major that's, city. Yeah, that's... we're so segregated in this town. Like it's crazy. And I mean, it all comes back to that same thing of the redlining and all that kind of stuff. It comes is where that shit comes from. But it's like. That's what I was like, if you're not doing art, I don't know how you get out of your circle. Right. Like in this city, if you're not doing art. Because you can go to work, yeah. go to your same bar. And then, yeah. and then yeah, watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. And that's all. And that could be your, your entire life. And you may not even ever think that there should be more than that. So 
You know what I mean? So you never even think to look for anything besides that thing because mm-hmm. some people are just content with that being their life. And I'm not judging them for that. No, me neither. Because somebody's got to consume the shit we're going to make. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Straight up, though. Yeah. yeah, I say that all the time. Like, I used to be like, I don't know how, I, like, people who are content with their life is like, how are you happy? Like, I'm never happy. I'm not ever going to be happy, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But I, that's why I make. You know what I mean? That's why I create. That's why I'm always out is because I'm not going to be happy until... You do Ever. what you like, gotta do. Yeah, until I do I mean, more shit. You're gonna be happy, but it's not gonna be like that idea of happy that you think it's gonna be. Well, like, I don't think I. It's like it's cause, like because what's your happy like? What, what what's gonna like content with my lifestyle? Just being every you know like every day being one thing or another, or, or content with you're not happy now. Ha- no, hell no, <laughs> uh, not at all. <laughs> Why? Not, but I also though? don't think there's. I don't think if I ever get to that point, I don't think that's a good thing. For me, because mm. I don't want to be content or just like complacent is how I look at it, or stagnant. I just I just want to be making shit. I do, I want to be doing shit. I want people to know me for the things that I make and the things that I do. I don't want to be famous for fame's sake, mm-hmm. but I want because I'm an existential person. I believe that all this bullshit is gonna fall away and like everything is. I think about that all the everything's time. Everything's temporary. I have that fear that no one's gonna care about like comedy. And- Next two years, sure, like, and that's fine. Even yeah. that's true. But at least if I if if nobody cares about comedy in the next two years, and then all this fucking shit that we've been working for falls away, mm-hmm. I still want to feel good about what I've made up to that point. Which is why I'm the type of comedian that I am. I'm, I could do, you know, not not to say that not to judge anybody who just does like, you know, writes just jokes, mm-hmm. like writes jokes. A lot, a lot of fucking comedians I really respect just write jokes and. Mm-hmm. You know, aren't trying to say anything bigger than the jokes that they're making, right? But I am, right? Like, I'm trying to make something that I can be proud of 20 years from now or somebody else can be proud of 20 years from now in in that specific way of, like, I'm trying to say something different and new and important and meaningful uh, beyond just the jokes. The jokes are the medium with uh, that I'm painting with, but I'm trying to paint something that's more than just pretty. It, like, tells you something about mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it's really hard <laughs> because I also believe that everything is bullshit. And so, like, the only thing that we have that means anything to me is when people experience the shit that you make. When people experience yeah. your art, which is why comedy is so cool to me because that is the, that is the one piece of performance where it's like everything that happens in that space between you and the and the audience is in real fucking time mm-hmm. like you can do a play you've rehearsed that play for months you know you 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 can perform it and then the audience can be silent throughout the whole thing hate the whole thing and then still clap at the end but when you make someone laugh you made them laugh there's no you can, there's no artifice to that you can fake laughs but when you really make somebody laugh it's involuntary you've made them laugh mm. and that is truer than anything else to me. Like, that is truer than... Why am I being so philosophical today? This no, what weird. you mean? It's a podcast. What are you going to talk about? Dicks? I don't, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's still early. <laughs> but, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. I, I truly believe that. Like, I don't think that there's anything as interesting as the interactions between people and more specifically the interaction. Like, people's experience of each other is the only thing that matters, right? Oh, yeah. Because the, the doing of the thing... If nobody experiences it, who cares? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and even that experience is fleeting, but at least 
that's real and you can keep making that happen, right? Mm -hmm. Like you can keep making that real thing happen and that's what... And then when you become real with yourself and then with the audience, it's just even more powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that shit, yeah. I'm feeling like, I agree 100% when you say like you gotta, you gotta present your art with a, like, you know, you gotta be real like Mm -hmm. on stage. Sometimes jokey jokes, like, I like guys that are just like straight up funny, but then you like, you know them on a surface. Yeah. Like, you know, and then there's some comedians that fucking just know how to dive deep into a dark situation and just make it make it like a fizzy soda, you know? Just right. Like, yeah, like totally. Everyone, everyone would take it like, ooh, there might be a bite after this dr- sip. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. I'm doing that because we're drinking Coke. I, I don't Wait. even drink Coke like that. I don't either. It's kind of ruining my, like, my mouth feels all mealy yeah, and sugary yeah, now. Yeah, it's so gross. Yeah. <laughs> drink, we're not just drinking Coca-Cola. We're also, there's also... We, there's also booze in it. Yeah, there's a Crown Royale block because they're paying me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why did I bring you here? Why did I bring you to this podcast? A, because I feel like you do a lot of shows that, that you put me on are like the realest shows I've been on in this city. Thanks. You know, like the the shows that are just like, I guess that brings up your whole comedy. You surround, you put on shows that like, that is like your comedy. Just like you want real people, real emotion, yeah, but also entertaining for everyone. Yeah, I mean, some of that shit I kind of fell into. Like to be honest with you, so You're a producer like, of like what six shows? No, uh, it, over the course of the whole time I've been, so I've only been doing this like six years. But mm-hmm. over the course of the time I've been doing it, I've produced. Congrats on your success. A major few, show. Uh, yes, that's my biggest thing. It's coming out on Netflix. It'll be on Netflix on December 1st uh, Ooh, on Easy. First big episode. checks, money sign. No, Ching-ching. I got exactly one check and I will never see any more money no, from no it. No, no royalties? No. No. Uh, I'm in the show for like a minute and a half. What if everyone's like rocking your haircut because you're in that fucking show? That would be dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I would love that. That would be fucking dope. Um, but yeah, so that show, and then we had a couple spinoff shows from that, like some like one-off things, and then like a summer series that we did that was mm-hmm. like at a sushi place. That was weird. Really? Uh, that was, yeah. Comedy and sushi doesn't mix? Especially at brunch. Like it was a brunch time oh. comedy show outdoors at a sushi restaurant. And the sushi restaurant is dope. It's mm-hmm. called Runa Japanese, if anybody wants. It's, on, it's in Wicker Park in Chicago. Go there. It's dope. I love those people. But, like, it was a bad idea. <laughs> like we made, And we stuck with it because I wanted to not quit. And I was like, we're going to make this thing work. And I almost ended a bunch of friendships because I was so gung-ho about that God shit. God damn. Sometimes you got to know when to fold them. Right. But, but then I had... Uh, uh, just because you believe in the project, you're like, no. Well, because I just didn't want to quit. Like, I wanted to, we said we were going to do this show for the summer, and I was like, well, it's only halfway through the summer. We only got, you know, if we do it, we only got to do like six more. Let's just finish it out. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we could just end it after the next one. And I was like, no! <laughs> you know what I mean? You so you and, kept it going? Uh, Not as long as I would have, but uh-huh. we kept it going longer than, than the rest of the team probably wanted to because, okay. because I'm such a fucking asshole. Uh uh, shout out to all my congrats family. Um, congrats, Sonia. That's a major show. Yeah, I love. I like that show. when you told me the history of that, why that show was created. <laughs> I was like, that's so funny. I mean, yeah. So we don't. I mean, it's it's not even like a huge secret, but mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of shows in Chicago that have names like that. Congrats on your success, uh, comedians. You should know. You know, it's very like, very like hashtaggy or like. Mm-hmm. Um, um, 
shows where you can make the name into an acronym that also is a thing, right? Like CYSK is, yeah. is one of the, you know, Chuck is another one of those types of shows. And we created that show. The name of the show, Congrats on Your Success, is obviously not, it's sarcastic. We, it's at a bookstore. This, it, you know what I mean? People used to call us the, the Negroes doing the comedy show in the basement of a library. Hell no. And, yeah. <laughs> Wait, in the same venue? Yeah, no, but yeah, but it's yeah, not, it was yeah. never in a basement. Yeah, that's yeah. just what they, that's when they were making fun of us. But we knew that from the beginning. Like, comedians, you should know, and Chicago underground comedy are like highfalutin kind of names, you know? And those mm. shows are great. I'm not trying to shit on the shows themselves, but like the naming of your show as an independent group of comedians. It's important. It's important, but it also is like so absurd, right? Like, there's so many names of shows that are like, why are we doing all this? Yeah. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, you know, your show's called The Chill as Fuck Show. Like yeah. that's I love that, but it also was like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like no one's gonna know this shit. So we called it "Congrats on Your Success" because it's like, oh yeah, you're doing this comedy show at a bookstore. Congrats on your success. Nice. So that's where it's, so, it's supposed to be sarcastic, but it actually has kind of become. Bro, a thing. it is like it's so a much show. bigger. Like, now. You're, like, you're doing congrats. How'd you get that? Like, damn. All it's right. It's so silly too, because like we just submit. Like we're not doing anything crazy. It's like that, but sometimes you're just like, you know, people just like. Hype up shows and shit. You just like, you know. I mean, that's what we used to do with CYSK when we started that show. That's a big part of why we started that show is because we would hype up these local showcases that were older than us and mm. be like, man, we'll never get on that or at least won't for a while. We should make our own thing, you know? So I think that's how every show is created in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, well, that's. I, f- that's I feel like up. every show is like, all right, and then that could put me on shows. All right. Creating my own. And now there's 18,000 showcases. There used to be like 80 billion open mics. Mm -hmm. Now everybody has their own local show. No one has mediocre jokes anymore. Everyone has bits. Yeah. Everyone's. It's hot, baby. It's hot. It's It's hot out here. People are fucking sleeping in Chicago so But open mics are shutting down, though, I feel like. I feel like a lot of people are There's no place to, like, go. Like... There yeah, is, I mean, but you gotta still... search. Yeah, like there's no like, oh, you gotta be at this spot. Like Coles used to be. It that. used to be like that, right? And I got the tail end. We never, we never, we don't have the the hangout mics anymore. Mm-hmm. And the ones that we do have have been around a while, and they're still like like they're struggling to keep that. Vibe I think Shuba's the last one. Like, yeah, Shuba's is good. Uh, That's an shout open out to mic. Bobby Buds, who I never expected to like last hosting that mic mm-hmm. let alone take it back to its roots because that used to be that, that having open mics at shubas is kind of like a long like long standing thing oh really off and on for like longer than i've been doing it people people 10 years ago used to run an open mic at shubas on mm-hmm. sundays and then it was on mondays for a while then it went back to sundays now it's back on mondays mm. yeah it's crazy they've been doing they've had a long standing relationship upstairs in shubas for for comedy but yeah like cole's lottie's um, shows up in like in Wrigleyville. There used to be uh, Merkels and stuff. People would hang all night at those mics, even after they performed, just to make sure that the room still felt good. And people would, you know, hang out, eat and drink before the mic started. Nobody really does that shit anymore, mm. except for people who are brand new. You know? Yeah, and, yeah. And that's, I guess that was true then, but like, nah, no, it wasn't true then. Because like, you would see bigger comics or comics who worked at the clubs and stuff, they would come and hang out too. They would get there later because they had shows. Mm-hmm. But after 10, they would come and hang out too and they would they would sign up and yeah, people would get bumped but like now it's like crazy. It's a free-for-all. Well, who's like superstars now? You know yeah. what I mean? Like everyone's... I get it. And then like some superstars are just created because they've been here long. Right. 
and they're not necessarily the funniest. Time served is like a super weird thing in this in this town mm-hmm. because you're right. I think there are people who have earned their place in the scene by being here a long time to a to a point, but they sometimes get more than that point, right? They get more out of the whatever. It, it doesn't matter. Like people do what they're going to people get what they're going to get. But you're right. There is definitely an aspect of like, well, I've been here for X amount of time and I'm still doing it, so mm-hmm. I deserve to be bumped at this show if I do, if I deign to come into it or or if I go to this mic, I want to get up in the next five comics or I'm going to be real salty about it. And th- that that's just ego. <laughs> and we because we don't have shit else going on in Chicago. Oh yeah. We cultivate that. Bro, it's I'm every comedy scene. It's every comedy scene though. Like there's just yeah. some pettiness everywhere. I would say every scene without yeah. industry. So like Chicago's mm-hmm. the biggest I think Chicago's the biggest comedy scene with no industry. Yeah. That's true. that's because true. we're third to LA and New York. Mm-hmm. And so that shit we get it. The it worst. eats at people, bro. Yeah. Oh it, my god, it eats. it eats at me. Really? Yeah, it eats at me. I'm so mad at a lot of. I'm mad at you guys. Fucking, with the, be, your show do being at Second City. I'm not even. I'm not really, but I'm just saying. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. in my worst ego moments, <laughs> uh, what, your your co-producers will tell you, or your one co-producer will tell you. Damn, that's crazy. I have ego moments real bad sometimes, and I, I, it's hard, man. It's hard to not do that to yourself. Mm, I, just, I used to. And then social media doesn't make it any easier, you know, like, so that's why I I used to think it all mattered. Like, it all, like, oh, shit, they're doing this, and they're doing that, and you're like, fuck, I'm right here in this position right now, like, and I can't move. Like, it's just like, well, slow down, bro. I I have those thoughts simultaneously all the time. It's like... I'm at the same time going like none of this fucking shit matters. Don't mm. none of these shows matter? Like Lincoln Lodge doesn't actually matter. Lincoln Lodge is a great show, but mm. it doesn't matter. If you want to do this for the rest of your life, Lincoln Lodge will be a tiny blip on that, you know. That's if, a, if you're yeah. successful at this game, you'll be going back to Lincoln Lodge thinking like it's nothing when you when you're done. And that's no no again, no shade to them, no that's offense. That's all to them. shows. Like that's all shows, especially like, here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I've you're only, not doing it on TV, if you're not doing it on a national level, it don't matter. Yeah, if they were, yeah. But at the same time, you have the thoughts every every like, why the fuck did this guy get CYS yeah, before yeah, me? I still yeah, haven't yeah, done it. Yeah. What yeah, the fuck? It, is I gotta going? be honest. You're like, yo, okay, all right. Like that shit's like, okay, all right. It's really hard, and and I also have recently uh, been awakened to the notion that when, sometimes when you complain about that shit, the people who you're complaining to about it, you got to be really careful because. I have the I have stepped into the trap of like that shit coming out with someone that I'm close to when they tell me that they got the thing that I've been trying to work on mm. and that can sometimes look and understandably so it can sometimes look like you're trying to diminish the other person's accomplishment mm. by saying that you should also have that mm. and mm-hmm. that's really mm. bad <laughs> don't do that if you could avoid doing that people will get uh, I got in a lot of trouble. Is what I'm trying to say. Dang. Uh, with the person, you got who a little I, petty moments, huh? Yeah, just getting, just getting a little petty. Got into a large fight with the person that I'm dating, the mammal that I'm really, the human that I'm. Yo, you said with. that shit on stage. I was dying. <laughs> you like the mammal, the human. I'm and not- we're backstage and just roll because it's just like. Is that where we're gonna have to come down to? Like, I'm not. I didn't make that up. That's okay. a Tignataro bit. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. When when Tig started dating the person that they're with now mm-hmm. uh 
she on her podcast she would just call her my mammal the mammal that I'm dating because every because people kept asking like who are you dating oh, after the cancer thing and yeah, all yeah. that stuff brought Tig back on the map deservedly more deserved. bro I saw that special that show was dope and it's even crazy. when she took her shirt off it wasn't even a big deal after a while you're right. like oh she has a shirt off she's still funny yeah like, you know Tig is amazing yeah uh, but yeah that's where that's from it's from her podcast that I used to listen to it's I think it ended but uh, yeah. People on Twitter would be like, who are you dating? What, is it a man or a woman? What's happening? And it was like, the mammal, the human that I'm dating. That's, she wouldn't that's give any, funny. For the longest time, she wouldn't give any info about it. That's pretty funny. I mean, it's going to come down to like this human. Yeah, which, yeah, because th- the reason robots. why I do it is because that person is gender fluid, right? Mm-hmm. And and I don't want to... Hey, I don't... It ain't nobody's really business. It like, ain't nobody business. But also... Who it is, I'm putting in my bedroom. Yeah. But and but also, I don't care. So mm. I'm like, I, I'll, I'll talk about it, but I don't need to tell you anything I don't need to tell you. You know mm. what I mean? Uh, whatever. It's cool. But yeah. You're that, happy. You're yeah. happy with it. Uh, well, you're yeah. not happy, but you're okay with no, it. No, but I got in real trouble because that person is also a performer. Mm. So like, I got in real trouble doing that. And I... Yeah, yeah, I got into a big old fight about it. And really? I had to apologize at the of end course of course you cuz you were okay wrong. with it. Yeah, but whatever. I, my point is it's all it all of that shit is ego and none of it matters especially in this town cuz we all have to leave to get anything going like TV and all that shit. Mm. Although Congrats got filmed for a TV show on Netflix. Who? And congrats, my show got filmed for a TV show. Oh on yeah, Netflix. see, yeah. And and there's a lot of TV shows being filmed in Chicago right now. So like I, I as I'm saying that it's also still change. It's also changing here. It's in gonna Chicago. be a very slow change. But what I hear yeah. is like people get their main people from the big cities, and then they do their like extra casting here in the city. Chicago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, that's absolutely true. I mean. All those, all the main cast of Chicago Fire is all L.A. motherfuckers. You know what I mean? And then mm-hmm. the the supporting roles and the and the obviously because it's filmed here, the, all the backup stuff is like usually comics. <laughs> it's pretty cool though. Yeah, it's cool to see comics getting that hey. work. You ever done that? Uh, well, I'm auditioning uh... for stuff for for that. But yes, and so the thing on Easy was basically that like. Uh, the main damn I was almost on easy bro I just didn't email the guy really you idiot <laughs> I'm dumb dog hey he's he's not moving he ain't going nowhere they're yeah. doing a third season that shit was crazy dog I went to the uh, it was cause of your show yeah yeah that's stupid every show is like I have gotten so many compliments from comics who have done congrats who have gotten other stuff through congrats mm-hmm. And like, or at least gotten opportunities because we, because we've always like filmed the show and given people clips and stuff, and we get such a good crowd that's like very supportive. People have gotten so many things from that and told me about it, and I'm like, I've never gotten anything. hell no, I've never gotten anything from Congrats except for a great show and and other comics, the the comics that do it, loving it, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's a, that's fine, that's enough. I, I'm not trying to say I should get JFL because I produce Congrats. It's just a it's just a it's just case. a thought in my head that fucking eats at me. I want JFL, bro. What do we do? Who do we kill, bro? I mean, you just gotta get seen by the right people. Who are the right people? I don't bro? fucking know if I knew that. <laughs> what is going on? Is it? Do you need to have an agent to be in JFL? Uh no, because there's that whole audition thing, un, unrepped shit. Yeah, but there you have to have, con, uh, you have to be fu- obviously you have to be funny, um, but you also have to have, uh, like a 
a way to be seen at the places where the because those people are only going to certain shows. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Lincoln Lodge is one of them. You know what I mean? Really? Which is why it's yeah. That's one of the one of the really great things about being on the Lincoln Lodge in Chicago is that. Yo, Bill and I are trying to get on Lincoln Lodge. Lincoln. I would love to do Lincoln Lodge. Huh? I just, I would love to do Lincoln Lodge. I, just, I didn't even apply this last go round though, but maybe next. Oh, year. like you got to apply to be on Lincoln to Lodge to be on the cast. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was gonna no do to that. be on the cast is oh. what is what really benefits you for stuff like. Oh, okay, because okay. they have they have a long relationship with the with the. Damn, bookers. I was gonna apply that other time too. Yeah. Uh, whatever. This is all so inside baseball. Does anybody? I mean, even care I mean, comedians shit? are going to listen to this. Like, oh, all right. What about so you d- identify as a mammal? What do you identify as? <laughs> I mean, me. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, well, I would say that my my gender expression is like has evolved over the last year, but like definitely there's more like a gender fluid kind of thing happening to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's gender fluid for those? It just means that I don't necessarily identify as one thing on on the gender spectrum like sometimes i feel a lot more masculine or or just like a dude than other days you know Mm -hmm. and and also for me more than that because like i don't consider myself trans uh or anything like that Mm -hmm. uh but just in terms of like how i express gender roles with my partners and stuff the people who i'm dating uh that can change from moment to moment or from day to day or from night to night, if you know what I mean. Mm. Uh, what we do and how we do it and who's in charge and who's not in charge and who's whatever, you know what I mean? Like that stuff. It seems like, it seems like, oh, well, that's just whatever. You, Everybody's how like How do you that. learn something like that? Like how's like, I, I, you just over time, like I, I mean, I spent a lot of time in queer spaces, you know, mm-hmm. that's just happened over, over the years. And I never really realized that I was like, being nourished by that in a way that I wasn't by the comedy scene until recently. Like Solanathon, you've gone to Solanathon. Hell yeah. That's that this is... really dope space and it's a really great audience and a dope show. But moreover, that is a very, very, very queer space. Oh, Why yeah. am I sliding all over the room? I don't My know. chair is like all the way on the bro, other every side. Every time you start now. doing philosophy, you start sliding to the door, bro. It's, it's like I, too it's real. I got to get out of here. The floor is kind of slanty. Uh, or the chair is slanty anyway. Well, we'll do the floor. Uh, make this house interesting. Yeah, sure. It's a really nice apartment. Oh, thanks. Huge. Um, what was I saying? Oh, th- so that's, you know, those queer spaces that I've spent because of that place and because of some other stuff that comes from that place. I didn't realize, like, how much that was, like, informing me, informing my life and changing my, my perspective on my own sexuality, my own gender, and all that stuff until... I mean, I'm 32, and I just started saying the whole, like, I just started talking about gender and gender expression. Because now you're a grown mammal. Right. I'm a grown man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. That's not mine. You I know, but Tig, I'm taking that. All right, Tig, thanks. We're best friends. Uh, yeah. A friend of the show, Tig Nataro. Yeah, and he's a big fan, big supporter of the show. So far, so fresh. Yeah, she, uh, needs, to, she needs to come in here sometime. And, uh, I'll probably see you in LA. <laughs> Get yeah. out of here. Uh but yeah, so that's that's where that stuff came from for me. I just had to be immersed in those uh, in those kinds of scenes in that part of the scene because it's all the same fucking performance art. Like I consider myself an artist. I don't know. A lot of comics may not say that or think that. Yeah, you know, they don't believe that. Yeah, I had a conversation with another uh, a Sonal, and then there, she went to a place where. She was at open mic, and we're like, "We're all artists," and they're like, "No, we're not." Yeah, and see? I was just like. I think you got this shit fucked up if you don't think you're an artist. If you because it means you don't necessarily well, it doesn't mean that you don't consider 
your what you do worthy of that title. But You're saying it, words into a microphone into people's brains yeah. where they have to perceive you. Shit, man. Look, here's the thing. You know, you know, but like there's this kind of like weird witchy thing happening in 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 a lot of the scenes and a lot of the art spaces in Chicago and probably all over. Is that about the witch hunt or the witch? No, like <laughs> like people identifying it as witches. Or, yeah, or, or, what's that or about? Like, uh, the the like rise of like our generation talking a lot more about astrology and shit mm-hmm. than than in previous years in my life. That shit has kind of come up recently. I don't know where it comes from, but and I and I don't necessarily subscribe to all that shit really. I met two witches. I I know so many, and I and I've wait I've three loved so many people who are witches, and and I don't even like that shit. I did computer science. I'm a fucking nerd. Really? Yeah. Uh, in college and stuff. Anyway, point being, all that magic stuff to me was always silly for a long time, and then I realized as I got older, maybe it's a shorthand for something that I actually do believe happens, like a phenomenon I do believe in, and that terminology for it is where i get stuck and it, it all that means is just a short it's just a shorthand that they're using that i don't use and so it's a b- communication block more than anything because you look at some of the stuff that's happening and like the some astrology shit and i'm just like damn that's too mm-hmm. there's too much anecdotal evidence in my own life where that shit ended up being true and correct for me to say there's nothing to it but but i guess where i'm going with that is be, because i don't believe in magic or or ghosts or whatever or astrology necessarily mm-hmm. know know that as the background when I say I believe that performing stand up comedy especially is kind of magic it is like an incantation you say words in a specific way and you force another person to change their body physically changes because you t- you said words to them in the right way and like that will ne- and that goes away and can never happen again in the same exact way un- unless you do it mm-hmm. right and you can do it over and over again you can repeat it in front of different people and force them to laugh there's something like it's an incantation it's it's kind of magical um and that's why i think like if you do it and you me- and you mean it means something to you and it's bigger than just doing performance it's performing on stage to get you know adoration if it's bigger than that to you then it is art it is magic it is beautiful Mm -hmm. in that kind of way so that's why i look at it like that is because it's like i got awakened to that at some point and i can't close my eyes to it again now it's the only place where it makes sense for me in this whole crazy world and it's cliche to say that shit but it really is like those six minutes or eight Mm -hmm. nine ten whatever you're on stage like even when you're just like you're stammering it yeah. still is like, it's the most comfortable place for me. It, there's no place I would rather fuck up than on stage. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I hate fucking up. I hate being, I hate people see, this is the thing. This is how much I hate fucking up. I'm not a perfectionist, but I hate like being visible, like fucking up visibly. Like if I'm going to a place, like if I have an appointment or a job interview or a, or a podcast and I pass the place or I take a wrong or I, I miss a turn, mm-hmm. This used to happen all the time when I worked downtown. I would be walking down the street, and I'd be like, okay, I know i got to turn on this street, and then I'd miss the street. I'm the kind of person where I won't stop and turn around and go back, even though that's shorter. I will walk all the way to the end of the block, go around and come back, just so that nobody on the street sees me stop in the middle of the sidewalk and turn around. That's how much anxiety I have Mm. about people seeing me fuck up. But on stage... There's that you know what I mean? Like that that level of fucking up is still part of it. I, I'm laughing because I do that all the time. See, it's I fucking look lost so stupid. As hell, bro. 
Yeah, I look like a mark sometimes. Like, I don't ever want to look like that off stage. Yeah. I'm fine being an idiot on stage and mm. fucking up on stage, but like, yeah. You take your life serious, huh? I feel like you're a serious guy off stage. Uh, I have so many feelings. It's the worst. Yeah. I'm, I'm a so again astrology. I'm a cancer. Ooh, uh, what is that? What are they known for? Uh, cancer's a water sign. Mm-hmm. Very. Uh, I'm gonna. Somebody's gonna get so mad because I don't really know what the fuck I'm talking about. Cancer's a water sign is very oriented around like the moon and it's it's has a lot of feminine energy to it mm-hmm. uh uh in in a, in certain way or or things associated with feminine femininity like being super in touch with your feelings being very sensitive being being uh predisposed to like certain kinds of reactions to things and being a fiery person Are you into astrology? Passionate. But no, but oh, okay. but I know too, like I said I know so many witches and queer do artists. Do they tell you like your sun rising and mm-hmm. your moon? So do you know All, your moon? I don't know any of that shit, but but Yo, that shit gets Okay, I was it reading gets a book. It's very granular. I was reading a book called Sextrology and now it takes oh, your shit. sign. Yeah. Yes. It's really good. It's really like I I know a little bit about that. Yeah. I I'm now I'm reading this and I was like let me find mine. Of course, you find yours mm-hmm. and I almost I so I started reading and it's like telling me shit in my childhood that I'm like how are you knowing how my parents relationship right. is and I'm like this is fucking crazy it's this is crazy so, 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 I yeah. almost didn't want I didn't read my girlfriends because I was like I don't want to know the like the behind the scenes it's like, like yeah. knowing the knowing your future and back yeah the future. it's just like, like oh I know how this is gonna end uh, yeah <laughs> I mean it doesn't ha- or right, continue but, like, but yeah. it does show that like just like psychology is like not a exact science but you can really point to like people think that their shit people have such exception especially americans have such an exceptionalistic viewpoint on everything that happens in their life mm. it's like my life is so much crazy like people say i'm crazy it's like no you're actually doing a thing that like 80% of people do mm-hmm. but you think you're not you're not aware of the fact that like this isn't that weird it just you just feel weird doing it right like so with that in mind human behavioralism like like tracking human behavior and put in like being able to say like oh yeah this is like systematically you can point to like this is why people do this mm-hmm. it has to have something to do with why astrology makes sense you know what i mean but what do you what do you do like for the outliers and the creeps and the pedophiles is that astrology or is that just like human conditioning i think that there has to be room for people to not be like that you know what i mean just like if they if they it's almost like the unbreakable thing like that movie unbreakable where it's like if there's a superhero guy who's like impervious there has to be like a A mr glass yeah 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 there has to be a dark to match the light or whatever to Mm. make the light meaningful um but yeah so so i guess what i'm saying is on some level that's probably where it really what really boils down to and why why someone who is like you can be tracked that way and then it would also track back that your parents might have been like that too and it also is the fact that it's very general mm-hmm. you can get specific with certain things but like overall it's very general it is a general thing but of course if if that shit works for you then it totally would work for your parents too individually and then how they connected and why they connected at the time they connected mm-hmm. what part of the year it was yeah. that they fucked yeah. that made you at that exact time mm-hmm. of the year that you were born, right? Like that it's makes all like yeah, it yeah. makes sense yeah. because it's just human behavior at the end of the day. 
uh, wow, I'm actually, I'd never said this out loud before, but the, yeah, it's, it's kind of just, I've been trying to figure out why astrology. I read my, I'm, I read the horoscopes. Uh, I, I, I never read my horoscope, but I get my horoscope read to me by people I care about all the time. <laughs> I read it, I read it the week after or the day after to see if it's real. Like if I really experience some of the shit, mm-hmm. I'd be like, all right. But then again, I read two signs. I read the Taurus and I read the Sagittarius because sure. I'm more Sagittarius than Taurus. I, I talk to a witch. I need to talk to a witch. You're very cuspy. You're yeah, just cuspy. like, yeah, I'm on the, yeah, like, uh, some people meet me and they're just like, you're a Taurus? I could have seen you're like, I'm like, really? What's this at? And then I got into it, like, deep into it. That's so funny. Yeah. Was, I know so little about this that, that the fact that we've been talking about it for, like, 30 minutes of this. Well, you were talking some real shit, so you know a little bit more. You know, the, uh, oh, the, oh shit, the time's up here? No. No, it's not Let's up. look at something else. What are we doing, huh? 45 Let's look at, here? like, Kevin Spacey. Um. Oh, God. I don't, man, I'm so fucking bummed out about that. <laughs> Kevin Spacey, my Nick. What? Like, I just... Frank Underwood. Why? Yeah, they. you know they canceled that show. Well, they they said they're not canceling it, but they're fucking... Uh, it's, it's gone after six seasons, which they were going to do that anyway. Yeah. But... Ugh. I don't want it. I can't. Why is your... Why is, is your, it in Spanish? Yeah, why is it? Or your, maybe I'm trying to broaden my horizons. Maybe I'm trying to learn more, huh? You, huh? So you put Pale your, Espanol, Marque Número Dos. Huh? So you, you ever know, you know what I, in Spanish? No, it just accidentally just, just translated itself into Spanish, and I don't know how to get out of it, so I just leave it in Spanish. All right, sure. Why not? Oh, uh, he's 58. Ooh. Yeah. I he's mean, from Jersey. Where I are you mean, from? I'm from here. You from here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, damn, dog. I don't want to think about. It. Just, I'm sad it, because is it too much? Ke- no, be, d- no, it's not too much. Um, with this specific thing, it's like Kevin Spacey is actually one of those people that I like. Oh, it hurts because you like him. Re- yeah, like yeah. I really, I don't like a lot of actors and stuff. Like I don't really care most of the time. Um, Kevin Spacey's that man, though, man. Yeah, American Beauty. Like, you like know, a like, lot of the, he's one of those people. Like everything that I've seen him do has been something I actually like. It's not just like, oh yeah, he's good. I saw him in that one movie. It's like I've seen him throughout my entire. I mean, because he's been here forever. But like, it's weird. You know, I don't. I think of him as like one of the few actors I've followed their career actively and and seen them from role mm. to role as like a really cool. Uh, person and then this fucking really sucks this sucks this sucks and his response is like was almost good but like there are certain aspects of his response that were like man you can't fucking don't fucking do that like yeah like coming out as gay to deflect some of the fucking um uh you know negative shit about what happened at the time that that happened boy that boy tried to throw it like hey hey i'm gay yeah you can't do that that's bullshit <laughs> like you knew that don't have anything to do with it but also but also but also as a person who is like having a uh not a crisis of identity but like person whose like identity as like a queer person is changing mm-hmm in real time like right now i'm dealing with like a queer a queer oriented identity that i wouldn't a year ago have what's said. the crisis really it's not a crisis i'm just saying like as someone who's dealing with that mm. in real time and learn and knowing how much of my previous life up to now has been about 
not dealing with that actually mm. not saying it out loud not dealing with it not thinking about it this happens to people all the time yeah. like people who don't realize that they, or haven't admitted to themselves that they're gay or whatever mm. you can go through a lot of shit and end up doing a lot of shit and making a lot of mistakes and having a lot of relationships that are horrible and bad and shitty and you might do some things that are horrible and bad and shitty totally that's a thing that happens it happens all the time to queer people right really of course. Like, what do um, they do that's shitty? I mean, you know, just get into bad situations with people, uh, like having sex with people on the down low, mm-hmm. and and you know, like okay, so like the 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 trope in movies of like the athlete who's like a hyper masculine dude, but he's also fucking the gay kid in school, mm-hmm. but he doesn't want anybody to fucking know and. After you suck my dick, I'm going to call you a fag. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that whole trope is like, that's because you are in the closet and you think that being gay is so wrong and so bad that you have to separate separate it from yourself and treat it like this other entity outside of you. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes it's not even their thoughts, but thoughts it, that impress their mind. Yeah, like, you know? that have been impressed upon yeah, them yeah, by yeah, other yeah. people. Totally. So with that said... People do that stuff. Like I know plenty of people who are like I think of as like paragons in the in the in my artist queer community mm-hmm. who have told me things from their you know early life where they're like yeah I've made mistakes I've done I've had relationships with people that I should not have had I've hurt people in ways that were like just kind of shitty of me because I was because I was dealing with my queer identity internally and not talking to anybody else about it and not being mm-hmm. truthful about it. So for him to invoke that, Kevin Spacey, for Kevin Spacey to invoke that in that way, fucking reads is so disingenuous. And coming from Kevin Spacey, who I think of as like a great fucking actor and a great performer, for him to fucking throw that out there and kind of like just flop it down on the table and be like, by the way, I'm gay. So it can't be. And I'm saying that for the first time out in public. So you can't be that mad at me for the thing that I did 30 years ago. And it's like, yes, we can. Yeah, bro. 14, bro. That's not the right fucking response. And also don't conflate gay. Like don't conflate homosexuality with fucking being uh, uh, the the power dynamics of preying on children sexually. Mm preying on people who are too young to know the difference. That is a completely separate and, and different thing than homosexuality. And it's fucked up that, that he would do that, you know? And But at the same time, I'm, it, it makes me mad because that might even be true. You might have even been going through a, 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 a crisis a crisis and doing but I things think that you should have done. Knew. Everyone knew. But you should admit to it. Just, just apologize. Don't say, mm. like, I probably owe an apology then if that happened. It's like, did it? Then apologize. Like, what are you doing? It was almost the right thing to do. He almost did the right thing, and that pisses me off even more. Yeah, that that shit was crazy. I, I've heard a story about him, like, and my close friend told me about his, like, hanging out with Kevin Spacey. Oh, and shit. how he had, it was in Florida, and he had, like, a tennis instructor come hang out with him at night. Yeah. And you're just like, why what? is your tennis instructor here? And it's just like a young looking 20 year old yeah Yeah. you know what i mean and you're like yeah and all of that shit all of that shit comes from just toxic masculinity where it's like well you can't be seen as you know you can't Mm -hmm. be out here being a star and and be gay at the same time it's like but i thought actors really really like that already like they they were just known like if you're in theater you're kind of already like yeah but but that's the thing is that like but there's still a culture of silence around it and the people who have the money 
are still the motherfuckers who will blacklist you, if you, mm-hmm. you know, back then anyway. But know? it's the people that have money that are doing the worst. Yes. They're, they're like, oh. Uh, yeah, so when I, I mean, Kevin Spacey, it's like, damn, like, you're right. I, sucks, I absolutely man. was like on that same, like, fuck. And it's just like, fuck, bro. Like, it's just like, who's next? I was like, Will Smith's next, bro. If they took oh. Kevin, they're trading. A pound for pound. If they're gonna give you, if they're gonna give you Kevin Spacey, bro, someone's gonna say Will Smith. Someone's gonna, remember Eddie I Murphy's allegation true. back in the day. Like I'm, wait, I'm just waiting for they're gonna take us, like like one hero of us, dog. Because it's like, who did they do one time? I promise you, it was just like, uh, oh, it's like Harvey Weinstein, right? Yeah. Harvey Weinstein's news just came out, and we're just like, oh, Harvey Weinstein got, and then Nelly had some allegation. I was just like. What? What? Why are y'all Nelly? doing this in the same week, bro? What Take the a- uh, it was just allegation of uh like rape, and he was just like he goes on Twitter. He's just like, come on, guys, y'all know me. Why would I do this shit? And then they try to post a video of him like singing to a girl at a concert, like just like that t- shit. Was, oh, I did, I do remember that. That shit was creepy as it fuck. W- it was kind of creepy though, because it wasn't why, like a. Why is it like a girl, like a child? This. Both times. But why, how does that clip just come up so fast, bro, out of all clips? Because we're finally fucking talking about it, and, and it's not like th- that shit probably came out when it happened, but everybody ignored it, and, and that person who posted it probably, who said, like, oh, this is kind of creepy, right? All the Nelly stands probably fucking threatened that person until into silence. And now for the first time, people are going like, instead of going like, fuck you, don't talk about my fave. They're going like, ah, fuck, well, we got to put, you know what I mean? And I think that's a good thing ultimately. And yeah, it sucks, but. Bruh, it's, it's going better, down, it's bro. It's better to find just out Just expect that, your heroes are all going oh, I don't down. trust anybody God. anymore. Like, I, just, I don't trust please, anyone. Please, J.B. Fox, just reason, be clean, dog. The reason why <laughs> I do stand-up comedy is because I saw Bill Cosby's himself, that, that stand-up special. Hell Bill yeah. Himself that's, when yeah. I was a child. Yeah. I still love that. I, that's the only fucking DVD I still have in my house. And it's Bill Cosby. Yeah, the tie crooked on. And, that, yeah, on, yeah. And fuck, man. Like, you know. And that, that shit hurt. That shit hurt. That shit hurt. But, but I also am fully divorced from any notion that, like, just because I love what he was doing at the time, uh, comedically mm-hmm. and that it informed why I'm a comedian now and even the type of comedy that I do the type of storytelling that I do and the the you know the way I deliver my stories even even though that shit is still super important to me I'm not going to defend his actions or or pretend that they don't exist fuck that fuck that fuck that and anybody who does anybody who does is either ignorant or Michael Robinson they're trying to cover so up hard. something that they've done or something they're afraid of other people knowing that they've done. Oh, Michael Rice. Um, Michael Robinson, like, <laughs> at a show. Oh, you were at the show, Camp Show Outside, mm-hmm. when he tried to do a Bill Cosby, like, justifying. It's just like... Don't justify the actions bro. I mean, Dave Chappelle kind of did. Like, he's the only one that kind of did it in the special, but it was still know. like, yeah. he rapes and he saves. <laughs> no, fuck that. Yeah, he's he's kind of, I don't know. It's, Ugh. I mean, this whole scene. I feel like that Harvey Weinstein, and then like this Chicago scene, bro. I was like, this is too much. We're having a national moment right now, and I think is it national? Yeah, dude. This it's everywhere. My sister, my sister is not a, like a performer. She's not in any kind of like scene. Where's your sister? She's live? a mom. She lives in the suburbs. Okay. She's a mom. You know, she's a single mom. She has a job. She does her. She does her life. She's an artist. She's a visual artist, but she's not like in an art scene she's mm-hmm. not like going to galleries and stuff she's got a job 
And, but she even had it, you know. She had a post about it, and like it got like you know however many. Oh, the Me Too. Yeah, this shit is happening. This is not. Hopefully, this is not one of those times that we just go like, "Yeah, everybody, we did it." Look at us, you know, we're talking about this stuff, and then everybody forgets in a month, and it goes back to status quo. I think quo. it's, I think it's more than just a month. I th- like it's just it's first of all, it's the year of women. That, but I'm, that's what yeah, I'm saying, yeah. and I think that that's important, and I think that we shouldn't ignore it or or think that it's a bad thing. And all you fucking black dudes and just dudes in general who are out here saying shit like, well, now I can't say nothing. Now I can't do nothing. Women mm-hmm. are going to f- fuck up my life if I First of all, again, exceptionalism. You think your 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 career is so fucking cool that somebody cares to ruin it by saying some shit. Fuck you. You're not that important. Number 2, Stop doing the thing that would that would get you in trouble. If you think you, if you think that women might say or do something in response to something that you're saying or doing that would get you banned from your scene or fired from your job, stop fucking doing it. What is wrong with you? Like this is not an argument. Stop doing it. Don't do it. Stop hurting people. If you think that people are going to call you out for hurting them, maybe don't hurt them in the first place. And stop fucking making posts about call out culture being evil. Fuck you. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like your like your hurt your fear of being called out is worse than people getting raped every single day. I said the word. Mm. Is that worse? No. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck everybody who made a post uh, saying call out culture is all wrong or or evil or women just want to see guys be brought down a peg. Guess what, motherfucker? One, women damn. do want to see dudes get brought down a peg, and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it's actually not wrong. I hate that shit. That makes me so angry. <laughs> I, I I can't tell if you yeah, were angry or you... and serious about shit. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I just it kind of sounds uh, like this city. I was just like, I left at the time. Like I just like I need a vacation. Now this shit's real. You're just watching all these like yeah. comedians, and I should have some over so we can talk that talk. But I feel like what it is is a bunch of people who got away with shit for a long time. And made people scared to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And now enough people have gotten together and said, yo, let's talk about it. I, I know this person's going to do something, but we're together. So they can't do something to all of us at the same time. Mm-hmm. We got mm-hmm. each other's back. And believing that they have each other's back. And it's not just women. There are, there are men who have had this shit happen to them, too. You know, and, mm-hmm. and uh, not non conforming gender non-conforming people who have dealt with all kinds of shit like yeah this too yeah and actually having each other's fucking back so that when somebody comes out and the shaming and the fucking like going through their history and all that stuff begins everybody around them goes like no this is happening you know you can say whatever you want about them being a slut or them having mental health issues or whatever but this happened you did this thing it happened to me too that's what the me too thing is mm-hmm. is a real fucking moment of like if you're arguing against this, you're the problem. I really believe that. If you if you vehemently are against this Me Too shit, that's because you are doing it. That's the only reason why you would fucking stand up. Like you, look around you. Look at all the people in your scene going, yes, this is happening to Me Too. And you're the only one going, hey, we shouldn't be saying this. You're the Wait, only one. Wait, has there one. been some like... Yeah, dog. Yes, for sure. There have been people who come, who come at me privately and people who come Oh, because of that publicly. post you did. Yeah, I mean, sure. I even sent it out. I was like, because I didn't, 
I'm not. There, there but, were people. There were people like invoking the name of Emmett Till and saying how he got murdered because of some so a white woman's lies. That's Hotep shit. That's exactly right there. That's the thing right there. Right. Mm, we were talking about Hotep shit at yeah, the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a black male comedian invoking the name of Emmett Till to argue against people calling out someone who is systematically harassing and abusing women on the scene. Damn, so the black Just because he happens to be black, we shouldn't say anything about mm. it. It's like, that is prime hotep shit right there. Like, oh, you don't give a fuck about women at all, but you think, oh, I'm, we can't let b- black men get fucking brought down by these, by these lying white people and lying women, you know? Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Damn. The only reason why you would say that and the only reason why you would threaten somebody who brings that who brings that out or not threaten people but like you know the only reason you would argue with argue against somebody who brings that shit up is cuz you got something going on too. I truly believe that. I'm speculating and I'm not talking about anybody specific but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? At this point, you're either so stupid you don't realize how wrong you are or you're hiding something. So Mm. I say that publicly, and I and I and I think anybody who hasn't figured out what side of the fence they land on that, I'm I smell you. You know what I mean, Bruh. You stink, Bruh. I smell you. Oh, uh, you're you're dead ass yelling in that shit. I was just, it's just sorry. This matters to me. A lot. No, no, no. <laughs> it's good. It's good. I yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, you probably would get some flack for the post, but it was just like you shared it, and it kind of like. Yeah, yeah, so it puts for the you in audience, a tough... I, I, I'm, I'm a person who uh, posted recently about someone who was harassing me, but more importantly was, was harassing lots of friends of mine, lots of female friends of mine for oh, was he months. Was yeah. he harassing you? The post that I made? Yeah. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. That's why I posted finally is because... When he started doing it to me, I was like, well, now you fucked up because I'm not scared of you. I'm not scared of anything. This could ruin my whole life. I don't care. I'll take us both down. Like, how did it become that powerful where a regular, like, because he, he, outside, it's like, how does how does one become that powerful where women are just like, that was weird, but I'm not going to tell anybody about that. Like, like Bill Cosby status. Like it's in not, a way. but it doesn't have to be Bill Cosby status. Men threaten women all the time in subtle ways and 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 more overt ways. And women who don't have a reason to believe that somebody will believe them, who you know, women don't have any reason to think that people will believe them, right? Out, off the off the jump, because mm-hmm. no, nothing in society up until this month has has shown them anything different. Right, so if a dude does weird shit and you go like, um, okay, well, the first thing that women are told to do is doubt their own emotions. We tell the women to doubt their really? own feelings all the time. Yeah, what do you mean, really? Doubt your emotions. All, all society is always telling women that they're crazy and crazy ex girlfriends and 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 cr- my wife is crazy and oh, yeah, all the yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All all that shit has. Yeah, that's effect. like subtle because I'm not even catching that. Yeah, it's my wife societal, is crazy. Man. Yeah, yeah, it is systematic, just like the same shit that they do to make black people always feel like we have to be specifically non-threatening to white people. It's like I'm just fucking existing. Why do I have to worry about whether you are threatened by my very existence? Same thing. Same thing goes for like women. Like they, society and the patriarchy does that shit to them in subtle and overt ways all the fucking time. So you don't have to be powerful like uh, 
uh, Bill Cosby to to exploit that aspect of people. All you have to do is not give a, you not give a fuck about other people. So yeah, you in, you ingratiate yourself to someone. You do a lot of gifts and and adoration for someone who happens to be a woman, mm-hmm. and then you start subtly demanding things from them or or getting this happened with this person I'm talking about where like they would they would ingratiate themselves with people and then like dote on them buy them drinks and give them rides everywhere and buy them food when they didn't ask for it and stuff like that and and check with their friends about things that they like and then buy those things but not tell the person that they bought it for how they knew to buy that thing. So they were like, oh, this is your favorite food? Wow, what a weird thing. I guess I just know you so well. That's the thing that this person actually did to my friend. To, not to me, but to my friend. So he would ask friends. He would, he would ask people like me, mm-hmm. who's friends with the person he's trying to harass or mm-hmm. trying to like consume into his life. Because he's using everybody like a script so that he can get ahead, right? He's a social climber, but also a manipulator and a liar and a harasser. So he would do all these things and make you feel like ingratiated to him and then and then start to demand things of you like because you have more status than him he starts to de- he starts to force himself into situations he shouldn't be in and he starts to ask for favors back from you and then use the things that he gave you that you never asked for in the first place you know to as as ammunition and then and then if you say no then they they he would freak out basically and get aggressive and threatening and say that you that you're a bad person and you must hate him and all this shit and then flip back around weeks later and like why do you hate me why are we why aren't we friends anymore cycles all the time i saw it with five different friends where they were just on different steps of the same exact script and i kept being like hey this is happening to a lot of people we should fucking probably do something about this and Every single time, you know, people don't want to be the one person to call somebody out and then have everybody come down on them. Of course not. Nobody does. Nobody likes that. Mm -hmm. But I saw it happening to too many of my close fucking friends, and I was like, I want to fight this person, but I'm not going to fight this person physically. And so when they started literally coming at me, I in person, I was like, look, I don't trust you, and I never will. So don't be my friend. We're not going to be friends. Stay away from me and I'll stay away from you. I won't I'm not going to do anything to you. I'm not banning you from the, from the world. I have no power, but don't think that you're going to fool me. I know what you are. Right? Then that person started literally harassing me every single chance that they got and trying to get my goat so that I would get upset and then people would go like, "Why is Bill yelling at this guy?" And then he would then secretly go and tell them that I'm being irrational and I'm a monster and I've been shitty to him ever since he arrived. And then when he started harassing me online and threatening me, threatening my reputation, I was like, now you fucked up because <laughs> now I have receipts of your shitty behavior. And all I have to do is open the door and I guarantee you 20 people will come out who have been all afraid to say it before. You think you did something? You think you impacted a little bit? Like, because you kind of dropped the bomb on the scene. With this specific person, Mm -hmm. I don't think that I have any impact beyond that. I mean, that specific person was pretty much the majority of stories that I was reading was like the one person. Mm -hmm. So it was just like, I mean, I've heard of improv teachers, but no one like really calls out like improv teachers or whatnot. But that was like. That's happening too. Yeah, that shit's crazy. It's It's also almost accepted though. 
but that's the thing. It's almost accepted in every aspect of life, in the, especially in America, mm. you know? That's why you have Har- Harvey Weinstein all the way up in here, Bill Cosby there, and then all the way down to, like, this low-level idiot in our little tiny bullshit comedy scene that doesn't matter mm. at all, mm-hmm. whose name isn't even worth saying out loud. You know what I mean? Yeah, I didn't want to give him no clout. No, clout, no, because no. he's, 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 no, he's nobody anyway. He was nobody before he started doing this, and he's nobody now. And I'm not, that's not, not even really shade. It's just a fact. Mm-hmm. I'm nobody now. Mm-hmm. So, but I, yeah. So, so yeah. it's just, yeah. The, that, that proves how, how fucking much this is like pervasive. And ask any woman to, if she feels comfortable being honest with you, yeah, she'll say like literally everybody, literally everyone. At every aspect, every level of human life, every part of your life, that happens constantly, every day. Not not just mm. like a not just like a like I'm afraid of the police, right? Because yeah. I'm a black man, but I don't have to interact with multiple police every <laughs> yeah, yeah, single yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Hell Women yeah. have to interact with multiple shitbag men every day. Just walking out of their house. That's true. They can't avoid it. That's true. And so ask anybody who, who, who feels comfortable being really truthful about that shit, and you will be, your mind will be blown. Nah, not that, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not, it's not really a cool, it's not a cool thing to think about. Yeah. It's really but, not, because you're just like, hey, I have a sister, hey, I have, a, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but also just humans. Like, it's just a person. Yeah, I have sisters, I have a mom. But, like, it ain't about them, just them. You yeah, know? That yeah. ain't the reason why I care about this. Though. Yeah. But that'd be, that's, like, my biggest fear is, like, a man, like, destroys my, the soul of my sister. Absolutely. Like, through, like, actions. I found out this, this, like I said, I found out this October someone did do that to one of my sisters. I didn't know. Shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Isn't that's that, like, how... boiling anger? Like, isn't that, like... Yeah. Didn't you hear me earlier? Yeah, I, I know. That's why I'm like, yeah. And that shit. That's why I say anybody who would get mad at you about that for saying it as a dude, especially like, hey man, you're supposed to be in the boys' club, mm-hmm. you know? That's because they are doing it. That's the only reason why they would do that. That's why I get so angry about it when people do that shit. It's because like, no, nah, no, you do not. Don't try to make me feel bad for being a black man who called who called out another person who happens to be a black man. That's tough though. It's not tough because he was doing that shit. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't, no, I'm just saying. If there it, was any doubt but in you gotta, my mind. No, you got to, because, I'm saying you're strong for that one, though. Like, you are strong. But I'm, I don't feel strong. I don't feel like I have to be strong. I, feel, I don't feel because conflicted I, about that at all, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. You're like, that's strong. Like, you know, you're strong-willed and strong-minded because it's yeah. just like, everyone else would have been like, yeah, he black, though. Like, you know, you're not trying to. So what? Yeah, yeah. I'm black. I don't want nobody fucking calling me out on some on some fake race shit either. But I'm not going to fucking stand by and ignore something that I know is happening, that I'm seeing happening directly in front of my face mm-hmm. just because he's black. If that's the only reason, that's not a reason. That's stupid. It don't matter what color to do. I feel is. like I didn't get to... <laughs> I didn't get. We are going. To, no, we're going all over the place with this podcast, and that's what it does. This podcast is just a conversation. People mm-hmm. will listen to it, and be like, "Oh shit!" But like, this is going to be personal. It's like I didn't get into you say the quote, like the black scene. Oh, the MLKs of comedy. I've got involved with them, but I feel like I didn't get involved because I've heard stories before mm-hmm. anybody was even exploring. So it's just mm-hmm. like, and that particular person was involved with everything. 
Sure. Like, so it's just Which like. Is what they do. Yeah, I mean. Which is what he does. He, he, I, I was never comfortable to say, yo, what up? Like, or have a conversation. Because in the back of my head, it's just like, I've heard from a personal. Oh, we're talking per- about different people. No. I think. No, we're not. We're talking about oh. the same person you called out. Oh, okay. Yeah. You you reposted the, tw- whatever. No, so that's not the person I'm talking about. Oh, shit. Yeah. The the thing I reposted is not the. the, the that's the, another person? There's Yeah, dude. That person, yeah, that person's even even worse because they had been doing it for longer and had uh, uh, a much more, like, they had a much higher role. Like, so the person you're talking yeah. about has the same first initial and last initial. And that person sucks and has sucked for years. And people have known it for years. And nobody's really wanted to do anything about it because they work at a place that is super popular mm-hmm. in terms of having a career in comedy and you can't avoid that you know what i mean and even we're right now we can't even we don't even want to fucking talk about it because it might fuck our lives up you know what i'm saying even I, I, after this person i don't think it's out. gonna fuck up my life well okay fair i don't like because i i never got that close and i don't think i would get too deep into this scene where it's gonna fuck up my life well, like, sure but where, i just mean like you know what i mean like yeah that was always the but thing. that's what yeah that's what i heard that, that was a popular thing like yeah that that's it like it's, it's just like how much do people value their career over themselves over a situation? Because mm-hmm. if you're really hurt emotionally, I don't know about you, but if something really hurt me, mm-hmm. I can't think about anything but that hurt, and it's going to affect every move I made. Yeah. So it's just like, I would have to call it out, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I would. But, but imagine again, if you call it out and literally every man on yeah, the scene that's what comes I, down yeah, that's what I, yeah. looks into your fucking personal history, is asking you all these questions mm-hmm. that you don't that mm-hmm. they don't deserve the answer to for any fucking reason, let alone to disprove some shit that you said that really and even if you even if what you said happened is like different than the actual like objective if somebody had a camera on that situation, like the feeling that you felt, if you felt it genuinely, isn't a lie. Even if it happens to be different than, like, what somebody else might perceive from the outside looking at it, right? So, like, if somebody hurt you, you're hurt. Whether they meant to or not, whether whether somebody, a third party observing it might say that it didn't look like that person was trying to hurt you. Mm-hmm. They did. That's And that's a fact that people have to grapple with. And they refuse to because they're afraid of being rejected and or called rejected. shitty yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's, if, sw- let's switch, let's switch. Okay, let's switch to something else. Aliens come down to the planet Earth. Oh, God. And they're like, Bill, or an octopus comes from the ocean, because octopuses are fucking aliens of the ocean. Sure. Ugh. Anyways, they come to you. They're like, Bill, mm-hmm. we want to know what music is. Give us an artist. What? That represents music for your universe. Uh, fuck, that is like such a fucking, I don't know. First of all, that is a, you're right, that is a major switch of gears. Um, <laughs> and I understand why you want to, but I'm just saying. I just don't want you to leave hot and be like, ah, oh, that was so serious of a combo. Nah, Even though it is serious and That's it's not good. you. That's me. <laughs> nah, that's me making the combo serious. Mm-hmm. I know that about myself. No, no, it's cool though. It's cool. Uh, it needed to be said. Classic answer. But I, <laughs> um... You know who I've been listening to a lot for a while now, who I really think is super interesting, is uh, Little Dragon. Which sounds like, wow, that's like a very contemporary artist to say, like, oh, aliens want to know what music is in, Amer- in, in, in on Earth. Yeah, I really think I, I love the way that they make music. I love that 
a lot of their stuff is very different from each other. You know Little Dragon? No, I don't. Oh, you should listen to them. You would like them. All uh, right. Their vibe is real good. It's real chill. But they also are like, their musicianship just, is also. How'd you discover them? Um, I don't know. I think I just, one of their, you know, one of their songs came out on like, on, on, um, on like, you know, artist radio for some other artists. Mm-hmm. You have Spotify? Yeah. Yeah. And the, the lead singer's voice is just so arresting that I, that this, I, this individual right here? Yeah, her. Yeah. Uh, her voice is so arresting and so interesting. And, and the first time I ever heard them, I, and I saw a picture of the band, I was like flabbergasted that she was not a black woman. Dang. Yeah, okay. Like, the first time you ever hear Pink, like, Pink's yeah, first yeah, yeah. single, when I saw that Pink was, like, a blonde white lady, I was like, what? Pink is the shit, though. <laughs> I don't know. You know, again, no shade. But, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just one of those things where, like, wow, fuck. You're... Anyway. Where'd you get that soul from? <laughs> yeah. Like, shit. Oh, she's she, real. You're, like, she Swedish. Knows, uh, she knows the real peace sign. Um... But uh, so that is a group that I think is like really cool because they're they're a little bit ethereal, they're a little bit experimental, a little bit, not mm. crazy. Okay. Um, and that's like a contemporary artist I love. But you know, obviously, there's I, I'm a classically not classically trained, but like a, a I, I play saxophone. I play oh shit symphonic and concert jazz music. Really? Uh, and, How long and you done that? Contemporary since I was like twelve. Oh shit, you're gifted. Yeah, it's like the thing I've done the longest. The the thing I've done the longest in my life is uh, musicianship. Because uh, I've been playing music for, like, as a musician, not just like listening to music. Mm-hmm. I've been playing music for 20 years. There's nothing else I've done for that long. There's no. Yeah, that's a long time. Like, Chicago, I've lived in Chicago my whole life, but at least in Chicago, I went to college. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I, out of out of state. So I haven't always lived in Chicago, but I've always played. I played saxophone from. Ne- was, Why don't you ever fourth. put that out on stage? I do. I have. I mean, oh, I shit. perform every week at Colts. Really? Yeah. Before the open mic, nobody. Yeah, because comics don't hang out anymore. Nobody sees that the open mic opening band at Coles anymore. Oh shit! I, I'm, I've. Yeah, you're right. Foz the hook. We're very silly, but really, yeah, you got yeah. a band. Yeah. I mean, I was. I mean, I didn't. See, make, this is what the I'm podcast the is about. No one would have known that shit, Bill. I mean, yeah. So I play saxophone. I have. I have used it in my comedy before too. I've. Uh, I don't want it to be like a thing I do mm-hmm. though. It's a thing I have done, but not a thing I want people to know me as or like a thing that I do. Cause oh, that's the guy with the sax. He's about to kill that shit, and no. then you don't have the sax one day. They're like, I don't know if I want to watch him. Well, see, and that's the thing. Yeah, I don't ever want to be that right. Mm-hmm. And there are comedians who I love who. You know, we just did a show with Kristen Lundberg. Yeah. And she often has a, a violin or a fiddle or whatever with her when, when she goes on stage. And, like, I think she is great and hilarious. And without doing that bit, and that's a one specific bit I think she does. Mm-hmm. But, man, like, you know what I mean? Like, she I bet she violin. has to. Yeah. I bet, I bet she has to think really hard. Or, like, mm-hmm. Chris Condren's another person who's, like, he played a lot of music on stage, played a lot of a lot of bits based around that piano. I was like, I don't ever want anybody to be like, why doesn't Bill have the saxophone this time? Yeah. Anytime I go up on yeah. stage, you know? Or if I do bring it, I want it to be like, what the fuck? This is about to be weird. You know what I mean? All right. So you played music, Little Dragon. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I played, I did um, a bit about me being black in Virginia at a wedding and being the only black guy. Now, yeah, I did it. I, I heard about this. I said, now I did it. Wait, where'd you hear about this? 
from you and Connor talking about it. Oh, okay. Every you know how everything we do on the internet is public. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's true. Yeah, so I did it. I did it first without the music. Like I did the whole material, and people are just uptight and just like, mm, I'm guilty for yeah. everything that we've done to you. I'm right. sorry. But you play a little music, and people are just like, you know what? I'm sorry, but I'm enjoying this. Like, yeah, you know, like, that's totally a thing. Yeah, easing people into it with with yeah that with sound. Yeah, with, with uh, a sonic like a, a musical aspect to it. Because like that's been like traditionally that's been the way to start kind of like that's why there's always like the music of a certain era's struggle, right? Like the mm-hmm. music of the '70s, the music of the civil rights movement. You know the music of the now music. is just right. What is the music of now? I mean, you look at stuff like uh, a seat at the table, and that's like absolutely a protest you're, you're album. Right, you're right. Damn, yeah, uh, yeah, damn yeah. is a protest album. I mean, you know, to pimp a butterfly is a protest yeah, yeah, album. But, yeah, uh, but but not just that. I mean, fuck. Like, you want to get real stupid? Back back around nine eleven in two thousand two or two thousand one or whenever it was when Green Day came out with American Idiot. Oh yeah, remember how fucking different things were back then, man? They came out with American Idiot, and people tried to ban them. And the same thing happened to the Dixie Chicks. I don't really love the yeah, Dixie Chicks music, yeah. but like they all they did was say like, "Hey, not everything we do is right. Mm-hmm. Maybe we." kind of set ourselves up for this not that anybody deserved to die in 9-11 but like maybe this this situation happened because as a as a consequence of our own i'm really intense i'm yeah. always i always turn shit into intense shit we were just talking about music and i turned it into 9-11 but uh <laughs> yeah you did do that shit oh wow but but I'm by the saying, way jay-z released an album 2001 blueprint 9-11 mm. Mm. uh that was tough for him but you know, music has always been kind of the way, even even at our worst, that we've like let ourselves deal with certain things that we're not talking about. Because mm-hmm. it always, you know, what I'm saying, like, there's always been protest songs. There's always been songs of a generation, or songs of, a, you know, the Vietnam protest songs. You know, that's what you think of before you think of like all the stuff that happened, like actually on the ground. Because you don't necessarily know all that stuff. That mm-hmm. happened on the ground. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, music does like. Damn, for our generation, probably be like fuck Donald Trump, but <laughs> why? Well, sure, but it'd be all that. Ugh, I hate that I said his name out loud. Whatever. I, I rarely say his name though. I rarely do. I just I do the. I'm the guy that does 45th or mm-hmm. or I say the. I just don't talk about it. Yeah, I really just don't. You talk know what's about weird it. about that too? Like being a political person and and a semi political comedian. Mm-hmm. It's so weird that I just don't want to talk about that at all. It does it. It doesn't bring a room up. It there is it no winning. Really, it it brings you into a hole where you have to bring yourself back up mm-hmm. with cleverness and something that you haven't heard on your timeline, right? Or on the news, right? Or and on there's just late night. and it's just so. <laughs> there's just so fucking much every single day to bombard us Hell with it. Yeah. It never. You just can't fucking chill for even one goddamn day. You remember Vegas, dude? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We can, we can, I'm laughing because it's how just, fast we don't care anymore. It's it, it, this this last this last year has felt like ten years. Dog, yes, bro. It's Between so much the earthquakes, hurricanes. That would be a, in a in a year. In a, yeah, the, the the two hurricanes we had. If we if we were still under, uh, not even Obama, but like a a more usual presidency, 
that shit would be like, oh, fuck, that's crazy. And mm-hmm. that would be like the craziest thing to happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, we can't, I don't even, people don't even fucking remember Puerto Rico because every single goddamn, the only reason they remember it is because Trump tweets another fucking foul, awful thing about it. He, every day, like, I don't even want to talk about him anymore, not because I'm like offense or like don't want to offend people or like I'm afraid to get into it because you know me, I'm not afraid to get into anything. I just don't know. And I'm just, oh, please be don't ignorant. go to Twitter right now. Oh, I know. I like, I don't see, I don't know. I know people that have Twitter just to follow the president to mm-hmm. hate. Right. And so That's stupid. I can't even write jokes about it anymore. Like, I don't have any jokes about it anymore. It's just fucking awful now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just so bad that there isn't even like humor to draw out of it anymore it, until yeah. it's over. You it's know almost what I mean? humor itself. It's like you're making fun of something that's already. Yeah, what the hell is this? Uh, wow. wow! Why? Why is that oh on your timeline? Oh my gosh! So we're watching this is a why? lady in Jamaica, like make a Heineken bottle twerk wow. out of her ass. Okay. And just a bottle that was just on the sidewalk. Like I, I, I think that should be made clear. Like she is pretty drunk, though. It's not like, it's not like that's clearly a bottle that was on the street. You feel, and that's the oh my god, that's the back of it. I didn't even notice that before. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. Please go somewhere else with that. Hey okay. man, happy Halloween. Okay. It is Halloween. It is. Did you dress up? Uh, yeah, I had. I did BoJack Horseman this year. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, but the problem is I had that giant ass, you know, those weird looking horse heads. And then I I didn't wear it most of the night because. But did you have the jacket or? Yeah. Yeah. I had, I mean, it was one of those like last minute costumes because I knew I had a gray jacket and a blue sweater. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, if I buy one of them fucking horse heads, I'm done. I'm good. But then I was like trying to wear it. And it's not. And you go to parties. It's hot, bro. It's hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. You can't see out of it. People can barely hear you, and you can't have. You can't drink. So like, I was just. I was just carrying the horse head around, and people were like, "What's your costume?" I'm like, well, I was BoJack Horseman. I don't feel like wearing it. Like that was. Li- <laughs> that was literally my costume. Was I'm BoJack Horseman, but I don't feel like wearing it. I was gonna be uh, Young Savage. Young Savage. Yeah, I was gonna be this guy. You don't know who Young Savage is? No. Oh, you're so smart. <laughs> I I just think I'm also like I'm out of the music zeitgeist. I'm almost there. I feel it. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. I feel like once trap it, music makes no sense. Once to me. I get into like official 30s, I'm out of there, dude. I'm I feel it, all. man. Yeah, you're, see, you, you're almost out. And it's not even like I oh 21 Savage. Yeah, that's oh, a young I've Savage. Why does he look like that? Oh, that's that's 20, 21. I meant 21 Savage. I said Young Savage, and that's a real person too. <laughs> Oh shit! Why does he look like that? See, that was what I was gonna be. I was gonna put the dagger on my forehead because oh, yeah, your hair, your yeah. haircut is similar already. But then I was like, "It's not a dagger; it's a knife." <laughs> is it a knife? I don't even know what this is. I'm joking. That was oh. what he said when people were like, "Why do you have that? What is that thing on your face? Is that a cross? Is that a?" And then he just tw- he tweeted, "It's a knife." I s s a. Oh my god! It's so fu- and now kids say that shit all the time. All it's my- a yeah yeah. I didn't know what Issa was for the longest, bro. See, that's what I mean. I ain't even, I'm not in this anymore. I don't understand his music. I'm not going to be the ones like, it's trash. It's the devil's music. Because then I'm officially old. Yeah, then you're old as hell. But that's not for me. They don't give a fuck about pleasing me with that music Mm. or anybody my generation, you know. That's how I know I'm no longer in the zeitgeist. I like to stay young with the kids, but some of the songs you're just like, 
It's a vibe. I like to listen to music. Like I think trap they music create is so boring. What trap music? Yeah, bro, you gotta go to Atlanta, bro. I mean, sure, I can get, I can understand like the energy of it, but like, like drill music, Chicago drill music. Yeah. That is, I hate drill music nah, too. I don't know who's listening, but I know they're not listening to drill music because no. that is the worst. Like that shit sucks. It's not music. That shit sucks. And then in it again, it is music. He looks like. He looks like a dried up leaf. <laughs> Talking about Twenty One Savage. Yeah, what is going on with his face? Like, why does he look like That's that? That's who I was going to be for Halloween because of my just because of my hair. And then I was like, I'm going to walk around with a dagger, and in my middle of my forehead. People, yeah, I mean, people that. are going to be like, is he? Is this his Halloween costume? Or, is or he, does he look like? Yeah, this? Is this yeah. Him? So I was just like, I'm done. I don't have to do that. Fuck that. Yeah, like his next album is called Is an Album. <laughs> Fuck that. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. This isn't. No, no. I, I don't get it. But I also know that I ain't supposed to. So, like, but I'm not a fucking thirteen year old. You're not. You're not nineteen. You're not thirteen. You're a grown man with like you listen to Little Dragons now. See, this is the guy. This is the guy that's changing all of, like all of hip hop. Young, Young thug. thug. Why? Because he does things like this. Oh, this is the motherfucker who had like the wedding dress with the with the. This is his. This is him. This is his album cover. Yeah, I mean, whatever. And, but the thing is, it's conflicting. Like he's doing this because like his whole persona, niggas, uh, yeah, can love his music, that. but, but he hate does that shit he like, wears dresses. Yeah, and, he puts on. A, I saw a music video that I think was him where oh, he's dancing Willow? with a bunch of like you know video girls or whatever, and he's got like a fucking M4 or an M16. Uh, and he's like having the women stick the M16 in his mouth while he's down on his knees, but he's wearing a wedding dress. I think that was Young Thug. Am I wrong? I don't know. I don't even know. Wow, this was that's... like a you. This was like on you. This is not like a weird. I wasn't looking in a weird place. This was like a YouTube video. Mm. Uh, I like how you typed in wedding or wed. And they already knew. And it said it said Young Thug. We- Did you mean Young Thug weed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, that is not, that's not him. That's, that's, uh, yeah, he's just, again, he, I feel like he's like almost, now I don't know what he identifies as, but he's one of those like, I think that dude is just out there. Yeah. He's challenging everyone's thinking. Sure. Yeah. I can get behind that. I mean, whatever. I don't have to, I don't have to love it, but I, I, I could, I could fuck with that. I don't have to love his music. You know what I mean? But I'm a, sorry, man. I'm a trap artist dog at heart. Ugh. Trap artists, you know what I mean? Like I no, talk about selling drugs all day. Shut up. You know the hustle out here is real in these streets. Gang, 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 gang. Moving weight, gang, moving, moving heavy weight. You know what I'm saying? Is that how they say it now? Do they say a different thing now? I think weight is still yeah. Weight. What's your YouTube page look like? What's what's <laughs> the videos that come up? My YouTube page just oh you mean like when I look at YouTube or yeah, you're talking yeah. about my when like your homepage comes because this is what describes me. Uh, I have Breakfast Club, sure. a lot of hip hop interviews, music. Mine and is really mine is really eclectic because there's a lot of political shit, but there's also like a lot of video game shit. Because I used to be way more into video games than I am now. Really? I mean, yeah, I still listen to like on the way here. I was listening to a podcast about video games, like video game news mm. and like video, the video game industry. Because I'm that kind of nerd where I'm like, well, you do it like animation and all that, right? What's that? Computer engineering. Uh, I don't. I don't do. I mean, I don't do that any of it anymore. I quit. (laughs) I quit my whole life to become a stand-up comedian. 
I what do y'all do? I, I spoke to Rebel and I'm like, you're an engineer. What are y'all doing? I hated it, man. I hated every second That's of my they life. Say. They hate it. Like I went to school for it. I got a degree in four years and I did it for 10 years and I was never happy. Damn. And I was never happy. Not even once. Um, I never liked any of my, like there were jobs that I worked that I liked some of the people there and I didn't absolutely hate it. But like the vast majority of my shit when I was doing it, I just was depressed, man. I just and I knew it was because I wasn't doing anything right. Like I would get up, go to work, go home, watch Netflix, go to sleep. Or I would go to the bar sometimes. And that's some people's lives. But for like six years, I wasn't doing nothing. One time my friend, so I got, I got a lot of friends who are weirdos who like will search all their friends on the internet and try to like see what their life was like before they, you know, uh, before they were like a performer or before yeah, they yeah, were yeah. friends. There's, there's a, <laughs> from like 2007 to 2014 or, whatever, or 2012 or whatever it was. What was it when I started comedy? 2011. You started 20... Oh, shit. We're the same age in comedy. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I started in December. Oh, I saw... Yeah, I started in January. Okay. Um, But, like, from... Basically from, you know, college through when I started comedy, you can't find anything about me on the internet. Because... Not because of... Not because of, like... Uh, so that is from college. Those wow. pictures are all from college. So you always had the always not always the hair. Yeah, I have a weird haircut. Like, but yeah, like that. See, that was like I was in uh, uh, in college. I was in a I was a DJ at the local like college. You radio were a DJ station. too. Yeah, every nigga's a DJ. I swear to God. Well, not not you're like, either a not DJ like, or a rapper. No, a radio DJ like a like. Oh really? A, yeah. Same. Not, I did that shit in college too. Yeah. I wasn't, I, I never did like, oh God, I remember that X. Okay. Oh, X. So you have been in the, oh yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, that's college, man. That's literally a party that we threw in college. Just looking at old pictures. What would you do on your you know, radio Facebook. show? Uh, play college rock. It was a college rock station, like an indie rock station. Uh, and then I Look talked a lot. I talked a lot. It's a Tegan and Sarah shirt. I've been this nerd forever, even before I knew that I was that. That was my first like Tinder picture, I think. Which you just, really that one with my arm, with my no. hand behind my head. And I'm wearing. You ain't get no matches. I'm wearing off this, like dog. a bit. Hell no, I didn't get no matches <laughs> off that. No, I. Was, Black people don't get matches. Dog on shit. Uh, I want to see your black girl and then an old white man. We'll look you up. Sure. Yo, sugar daddies are a real thing out here in these streets. Dude, talk. I drive for Lyft, and I can't even tell you how often I will. Uh, so that was when I moved to Logan Square. Uh, I was like, you look like Lupe in this. <laughs> that is Lupe. Yeah, I know. That, that was that was at the time when people were doing that thing where it's like, post a picture of the celebrity you look the most like. Oh shit! And so, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Look how young and optimistic you are. Uh. Wait, yeah. what were you saying? What were you saying before? Uh, oh, that there was just nothing from the internet. You know, like really, there's nothing about me doing anything on the internet. Like all you can find is my Facebook profile, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And people thought that I like scrub. My friends thought that I like scrubbed some aspect of my life. Wait, what school did you go to? Notre Dame. You went to Notre Dame. Yeah, I went to the University of Notre bro, Dame. Bro, you smart as fuck, bro. Yeah, haven't you heard me talking? <laughs> <laughs> That's the that's first. So cool, dog. That's the first showcase I ever did. That's a picture of the first like more than four minute set I ever got in Chicago in 
in twenty twelve. You were a little bigger back then. You leaned up, boy. I was. I got so fat after college. I was at my heaviest. People don't believe this, but that wasn't even my heaviest in that picture. But I used to be. I, I my heaviest. I was two hundred and sixty five pounds. Uh, and now I, tall dude too. now I'm one seventy. So like that's how much. Of, and I actually this is the first time. I, this is the least I've ever weighed since high school. Right now. Right. So people did not Looking believe good, I was man. fat as fuck because <laughs> I, all I did was eat garbage and go to work and sit on my ass because I was an IT guy. Yeah, and you're from... Oh, you're an IT... Yeah. So you can see, look, I got a gut in that picture. Dog, you are an IT guy in your pics, though. Yeah. Now that you're mentioning it, yeah, I could definitely see you fixing something. Co- yeah. That's all I do. Over I'll, the phone, I'm too. obsessed you with... You definitely have a phone voice. I'm. A, I'm yeah. Uh, well, I'm a voice actor now. Uh, and I'm obsessed with like good pick. fixing problems. That was the promo pick for this for the second show I ever started producing separate from Congrats. Uh over at Cole's Bar in Logan this Square. This man put in work in Chicago scene, boy. Why for a while. Man, you just went through all of my profile pictures. Bro, my, I, I thought, don't have that many profile no, pictures. I thought apparently. I had a lot. I, it's nothing. I literally have like four. Because I didn't know how to use Facebook like, yeah. back then. Like this, yeah. now it's a promotional tool. Yeah, that's really all I use it for now. Is pro- wow, look at your head. Dog, yeah. That doesn't even look like you. Dog, that's, yeah. This is crazy. Well, now you're going to have to put a couple reference pictures up. So that Wow. Yeah. That was when I thought I was the man. You are hilarious looking. <laughs> that, I am the just. The purple tie. That yeah, shit is I'm hilarious. I'm just a. Uh, all Where of did these, you go to school? Uh, first school I went to University of Hartford, and then I went oh, okay. to Florida Atlantic University. Oh, there it is. That's this is Hartford, I, though. This all my profile so pics are from people, freshman year. You had black year. people in your life then, way more than I did. I mean, when I went to the University oh. of Notre Dame, bro. I think I've interacted with less black people in, in Chicago, Chicago than anywhere. That's else. what. That's what. And that's Sonya what I'm telling you. My identity was DC. like. My identity was like, what the fuck, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, cause like I hung out like. I'm in a black fraternity. I have, like, bros all the time. Now it's just, like, now I come into, like, I'm going to only be the black guy in the room, which is fine, but it's, like, a new thing. It's just, like, am I doing something? Am I distancing myself? But it's, like, you gotta, You have to actively search it out, and it is, I think, again, I think it is still important to, that doesn't even look, who is that guy? That doesn't even look like you. This is the guy that's trying to be cool the whole time. That's you? That is you. No, go back. Two pictures. Not another one. That's you. Yeah. I swear to God, I'm looking at that picture and I'm looking at you, and that doesn't even look like the same dude. Yeah, man, that is me. That's my freshman, sophomore Ugh. year. Yeah, I, maybe it's just the facial hair, or you, your face was also maybe a little fuller in yeah, that I picture was a little too. Fatter. Yeah, that don't even look like you. That oh. one does a little bit. That looked like Tyler the Creator. <laughs> anyway, uh, God damn. Yeah, you have to search it out, and this town will easily do that to you. If you become like a known person, especially in your part of the scene, mm-hmm. you'll become the one black guy that people invite to shit. It's so easy for that shit to happen. And it even got to the point for me where I was like, when I saw another black guy, I was like, yo, these motherfuckers got a new black guy. What's going on? Yeah. That's so fucked up. That's Bro, so fucked up. It is, up. though, but it's not because you've just been a t- like, you've yeah. been like, oh, shit. You're not rejecting the idea. You're just like, whoa. Yeah. Like, you ever seen a Not Another Teen movie? Uh yeah, yeah 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 where that there's two black guys at a party and he's just like yo that this is my party that that shit is normalized like yeah. we're supposed to we're supposed to there can only be one 
That's not true. That is white true. dudes don't have to do that ever. I mean, not, I think now it's just like a little like it's just the scene is not as open. Like you know, like mm-hmm. like when you're on the north side, you're just a north side comic. <sighs> yeah, I mean there ain't and no, south side is really there's not really much yeah. on the south side anymore. There's so, a lot of stuff out in the south suburbs. So they say like. They say uh, Laugh Factory is a good like place where you can meet all the types of comics, and then this place. It's gotten better, but it's not perfect and by any stretch of the word. I don't know. I don't want to get banned from the scene. I just, I always feel like it's I was whatever. I feel like I'm close to getting banned from the scene anyway because I'm too ridiculous. Really, I'm too intense. Not banned, but just like you know, people don't want to deal with me. <laughs> We're gonna cool out on Bill. Yeah, he's kind of. He wants this show to keep going. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. But you still keep doing those good shows, man. Yeah, keep putting them on. Keep fighting that good fight. I I definitely do want my shows to be like more than just another showcase because I have a show that's just a showcase. Mm. You know what I mean? I was no, the ones you're doing are really good. Yeah, thanks, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, and you're really great on them. That's why I I that's why I keep because every every time I have an idea for a thing or like I'm doing comedy, I just feel freer on those stages, man. Yeah. No pressure. You got to go. No, I don't. That's, you don't? That's that's just debt collectors calling me. Uh, Bro, well, oh, yeah, it is 7.30, though. I do have to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anything you want to plug? Um, Yeah, I, so I have a new show. It's like a pop-up series with Cars Against Humanity sponsoring it. Yeah, you just performed on it. That shit was dope. I want, the show is so dope, and I want a million people to come to it because it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Get Off the Couch. It is... You'll you'll have this out by November thirtieth. So that's the next one is November thirtieth. Yeah, I'll have this out by this Friday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. You don't know how many podcasts I've done that I don't even know if they yeah, ever yeah, came yeah. out. You yeah, know? no, I'm I'm getting better at like waking up earlier and just just booming it out. Yeah, like right that's after dope. this, I'm edit it. And, Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that that shows on November thirtieth. Uh, follow me on you know Instagram is probably the best way these days to know about my shit because really? it's so easy to just put a poster up and then put the info for the show in the comments. Because like you can friend me on Facebook, but like I have so many fucking friends on Hell Facebook, yeah. I don't know who to invite to events anymore. I, there's so many people I don't even know who are you know, and that's not a brag. That's just true. Like when you do comedy. Other comedians from other towns just friend every comedian Hell they can yeah. find, and it's like I made 125 the... friends in October, and I don't even know half of them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've never met them at all. Like not even, <laughs> not even like on some shady shit. It's just like you live in Florida, you live in Vancouver. I don't mm, know. I've yeah, never been to yeah. the, where you're from. I don't. I can't. There's that one part that once it was like, is this an agent that's gonna take my right. career somewhere? Oh, that sucks. Because <laughs> yeah, because then you see like, oh, they're affiliated with this club yeah. out in, in bumfuck nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I guess I have to accept their friend request yeah, just in case I know, I'm ever I know, in. Dog. Oh, <laughs> just in case I'm ever in buttfuck nowhere and I need to get some time. Hell yeah, bro. I, bro yes, dog. Most of I my friends' requests media. are just because what if? Mm-hmm. That's it. So yeah, if you want to, uh, I'm, I'm pro- we're gonna make a fan page for the show. It's brand new, so you did the second one we've ever done. It was good, man. Um, it was good vibe. The crowd is good. All yeah. your crowds are, man. Bill Bullock. The crowd was small, but yeah, they they were on but, board. But they're on, bro. I've had full crowds where they're just tight. Yeah, they're, and the, the, those are the worst because yeah, it's like an illusion. It's like I don't know what's going on. Yeah, why is this room full but everybody? Like, why are you sitting? Yes, here? dog. Not. Paying attention, or I'd rather or have an being, empty chair, dog. Yeah, yeah, get out of Go stop sucking out the fun from the other yes, who please. Want it. I had a lady sleep in front, like Ugh. literally just drunk and just. And I I'm follow hosting this. a show. 
before before I started comedy, I, I'll I'll relay this last story. Uh, but yeah, come to get off the couch. Come to congrats on your success. Our five year anniversary is this Thursday. Oh shit! Uh, congrats, that's big. That's yeah, big. November second. That's major. Uh, but whatever. Um, before I was a comic, I would sit. I would go to the Coles open mic, and I definitely was that guy who got a little. I was. I left work, you know, and mm-hmm. it's. It's like I'm used to taking a nap after work, but I went to Cole's on a Wednesday night, and it's like 10 o'clock, and I'm like sitting there listening to Cameron Esposito host the room, and I fall asleep in the front seat, in the front row of this mic, and like three comics just roasted me, and my ass did not wake up. Like, I didn't pass out. I wasn't like wasted. It yeah, was just you like, just I had like, a long day. Yeah. It was a Wednesday, and I was drunk. You can hear everything around you, but you can't even react. You're I can't. Just I'm just dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I can't shit on people too much, because I literally was that dude before as a comic. So. That's why I sit in, in the back, so comics don't see my face, because I really, if your shit ain't funny, my face is like, it doesn't, you can't and I want to encourage you to keep doing good, <laughs> so I sit in the back. Because once you say something <laughs> off, my face just gives you that vibe like, yeah. why am I even here? Yeah. Like, I literally walk out of the room on so many people who, when they say problematic shit now, I just, and it's not, it's not because I want to, I just don't want to deal with it. So I go, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to hiss at you or boo you or mm-hmm. talk shit or heckle you. So I just walk out of the fucking room if you say something I don't like immediately. I don't care. I don't care if that bums people out. Because I just, I'm going to have a cigarette now. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like that. Oh, yeah. I love, I like, Fake cigarette breaks. Like, all right, I'm gonna go take a smoke break. Yeah, for real. <laughs> all right, Bill. Hey, this Get is up. dope. Thanks for coming through. We learned a lot. <laughs> I feel like we're getting on the tip too on some situations, but we we got on a lot of yeah. The you're gonna have to do a main situation editing. Nah, everyone's gonna, gonna why like editing conversations are the way, and that's like the reason why we have podcasts, so we yeah. don't have to be perfect anymore. Yeah. And be on a broad... Where, there's no advertising. I just fi- well, I just figured because we had to change lanes so abruptly because I was getting too intense. No, 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 no. I was, gonna, I was always going to ask that question, so it's like, while you were... While the whistle from the kettle was... I just was like, all right, let me take it off. <laughs> the whistle from the kettle! <laughs> it's like the perfect way to describe me. I will boil the fuck over. You better, yeah, you better... To pull me off the fire, right? Yeah, when I yeah. Just so shit. you know, I just have a little tea. What are you listening That's to? So <laughs> that is so funny. All right, bro. All right, bro. Peace. That's so funny. You ain't the first person. Yeah, and that was Bill. Man, that's my homie, bro. Uh, one of the friends I've grew to know this past year. And it was good to see him fired up, bro. You should have seen him, boy. He was fired up. I mean, you heard it. But, um, again, thank you for listening to So Far So Fresh. Uh, You can catch Bill at any shows he runs, like, congratulate on your success. Um, And we're going to do that for now, because that's the only one I remember. (laughs) But it's plenty plenty others. Um, Again, review, subscribe, do all that formality shit. Honestly, this shit is for the uh, for the archives, man. I want these artists to look back and really listen on their opinions and their stories that they experienced at the time that we talked uh, again.